Hello, hello, and welcome back to Grabs and Tea Honey, brought to you by lovely host DJ Agal. And I'm IJ Ahmed, and on this week we have not one, but two guests. I'll let them introduce themselves. Go ahead. Uh, I'm back again uh, from last week's podcast, Amor Samijama. And yeah, I pass it on to the next, uh, tap your cheeks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that's, that's what's written there. <laughs> Um, hi guys, my name is Abdurrahman and uh, I'm glad to join this team. Yeah, so let's see how it goes today. Will you be clapping your cheeks? We're, bring, <laughs> we're bringing fire in this. With no hands, yes. <laughs> okay, you guys, um, on this week's episode we will be tackling a very um, controversial topic. We'll be talking about the concept of meher. Meher is kind of like dowry in our culture, so I think we'll just tackle that. Um, to start off, you guys, do you guys believe in this whole um, expensive meher thing? Should I go uh, first? Okay, okay, you go ahead. Ladies first. Ladies first? <laughs> wow. <laughs> the last time I checked, you went to know mama. Listen, listen, guys, what? let's behave. Okay, okay. That's okay. later, yeah? Um, uh, Abdurrahman. Hey, Abdurrahman, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Please, please. Go ahead. Uh, Bismillah. So, um, personally, I feel like Meher, I, I don't know from a religious perspective, but I think it has been a culture that has been from one generation to the other. And with time, it is losing some sense of... It's, it's losing its place, basically. Because ideally... What's a mer supposed to serve? I mean, wh- what's the meaning of a mer at the end of the day? Some say it's a token of appreciation to the family of the girl and uh, all that. Um, but to be honest, um, it feels like it's a one-way thing. I mean, uh, we as men, our parents are not being appreciated. I mean, they brought us to this place. I mean, where we are. <laughs> I, I'm at a position where I can pay meher to you who's congratulating my parents. I mean, they, they do deserve something. I mean, so it has reached a point where we don't understand what's the rule. And then apart from that, people now have put it in a, in a, in a sort of a conundrum where now the value is a whole thing. It's a whole different thing. It's actually going to be the gist of this pod, I guess. Mm-hmm. But... Um, it has brought up a, a, a conversation where women now are, are traded as, communi- as commodities, sorry, like they're putting a price tag to something that can't be priced. A woman oh, can be okay. priceless. Oh, oh, wow. Why, why, should okay. price? why should you put a price to her? I mean, I feel she's like, in, I feel like and, then, a, and then women actually go, sorry? In your statement, I feel like there's a catch in your statement. He said, uh, he said he, what did you say you said her she she should not be priced yes yeah you're putting a price to something that is priceless like it's Whoa. so valuable that you can't Ish. you can't actually say um this is actually one dollar this is two dollar you know so and then women are actually making it even worse but they, but them saying by them saying actually i need to go way more than this i'm not this value i mean your value cannot be equated to 
the normal currency or whatever. Hey. The number of zero. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <clears throat> okay, whoa. we see you. <laughs> yeah. Can we take it back to basically the origin? I know you've talked about it, but can we talk about the origin and how it was done back in the day to now how it's being done? Has, do you think like the whole concept of Meher has been basically... Um, um, basically, let's say modernized or even, let me even say contaminated the whole practice of it. Has it, you feel like it has morphed into what the 21st century holds? As in, what's your take on how Meher used to be then? I know you can't usually, uh, you can't basically talk about, but maybe you have some type of knowledge on it, how it was then to how it was now, how it is now. So back to me again. Yes, back to you again. Ah, so um, basically, I have seen, I don't know much about history, but I knew it was very simple. Like, I, I take the Somali uh, community as an example. The Somali community, all would have happened is you agree on a certain number of herds of cattle or whether gale, whether gale that's camel or cows or goats, whatever. It was very simple. It was in a position that the meher was not an obstacle to marriage then. So okay, both sides would come to yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. both sides would come to an agreement to make things easier for okay. for both of them. So as much as I don't know much about how actually the nitty gritties of it, but all I knew was when two people are getting married, both families would make it easier for them not someone saying i need a hundred camels yet the family has five camels ten camels you know so such thing so over over time i think things have changed they've taken a twist for probably the worst okay um so before we continue i just i just want to like read for you guys the definition of meher from the internet so maher in islam um a maher is obligation in the form of money or possessions paid by the groom to the bride at the time of Islamic marriage. So actually, Meher is actually an Islamic concept. It's not just a Somali or like an Arab concept. Um, while the Meher is often money, it can also be anything agreed upon by the bride, such as jewelry, home goods, furniture, a dwelling, or some land. Mm-hmm. So whatever the girl chooses, that is going to be her Meher. She can ask you for a piece of chocolate, for example. She can ask you for whatever she sees fit at the time, right? But in today's day and age, um, as you've said, Jijo, it's really been westernized in the term of um, girls ask for meher based on what they think they're worth, right? So me, I'd be like, okay, me, I went to med school, I'm a doctor, I can't ask for like $10,000, I have to ask for like 100000 you know? So women, have, like we've reached a point in we life We need to where, revisit that. We need to yeah, revisit that. Yeah, so a lot of women feel like the higher your meher is, the more the more, you, the more like you're worth, as Abdurrahman has said. But I feel like it's actually the opposite. Um, You need to ask for your meher based on what you feel like your significant other can afford, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. True. Mm. Yeah, you have, a, you have a good. That's that's actually a good point. Yeah. Um, awesome. think, What's your take? Uh, I agree with what Abdurrahman has said. It's a, it's. I think it's a, it's really it's really changed. The dynamics have changed. A lot of things have changed from the past. You realize. Um, take a look at our parents or their parents. A lot of these things used to be very very simple. You know, there was never much complication as compared to to today's. Um, uh, I mean today's setting whereby you find it's 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 yes it's really it's supposed to be really simple like 
whatever it is, whatever that person can afford, like Ijaba said, whether be it, you know, chocolate, whatever it is, but you realize a lot of, a lot of like, I mean, females come about without having to, like having found out how much the, the, the groom can afford. And they feel like, oh, if it's 10,000, 15,000, 20,000, and, and it's a must. So you realize you don't know, like the, the, the groom cannot actually like, you know, raise this money. He, he, basically, yeah. we're all so young, we're 20-something, you know. Your parents started yeah. from nothing. Your parents got married with nothing. And alhamdulillah, they are where they are today. And, you know, they've raised you up. So what makes you think the person you're going to get married to is is meant to it's be a billionaire? You know, is any yeah. different. Yeah, the, the main concept is you're coming together to build an empire. Okay, um, so I completely understand where you come from. Sure. Um, and sure. it makes sense. Um, I feel like... Um, they, okay, I feel like the most important thing here is the fact that you have to realize what your significant other has. If him himself, I feel like women or families in general look at what the guy's family owns, not what the guy himself owns. So everyone's going to be like, yeah, he comes from a rich family. I'm going to ask for like a lot of my head. But the thing is, that money is not his money. It's his dad's money. It's his family's money. What does he own as an individual? That's what you need to be calculating like your mayor based off of. Not Let me ask you. What dad owns. Yeah. Let me let me ask you. Okay, in 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 the setting in Nairobi or in Kenya, basically, um, a lot of um, uh, men who are basically ready to marry, they're not really financially stable as mm-hmm. per se. Because I've seen a lot of practices where the the their family, the family the guy comes from, will end up paying for the marriage, will end up paying for the meher. Basically, he is bas- the, the 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 family still paying for the expenses of the son and uh, I feel like they have every right they have a right to look at okay what does the family have what can they afford you know we need to look at the setting as compared to maybe in the west usually um, kids or basically um, uh, young young couples who are getting married most of them at their age are usually financially stable and asking for um, ridiculous amounts of meher is basically not realistic, although they still do it. <clears throat> I, I will hear people paying around, what, 20000 30000 $50,000 for meher. Um, a lot of alam where they get that money from, uh, they, live in their, they live their life in debt, basically. Um, um, I, don't, I, I actually don't know why um, somebody would go through that but I feel like the two different cultures and the two different worlds depending whether you come from a third world country and whether you come from a first world country it's, it's, it's very different and I would say um, for somebody who's getting married in let's say in Kenya and I'm not going to lie Somalis in Kenya uh, mashallah, mashallah, they're very well off and um so it's easier for them to pay like large amounts of money but, yes yes but that's, yeah but that's my problem Gigi. um hmm. we are, okay so we're looking at this as like a family thing right not as an individual right yes yes in the world we but live in yes but that's the problem though because me as an individual i'm not marrying his family i'm marrying him as a guy right so asaga him you, what you are afford? marrying his family yeah but the thing you is like, what if like, you can't afford anything because you've seen the type of guys in nairobi yeah <laughs> can i say something can i say something yeah, yeah. Okay, basically, yes, you have a point, but I feel like we need to, we need to delve deeper into how, how much is acceptable. Yes, someone could be rich, family could be rich, or a family could be able to afford, but at the end of the day, we have to ask ourselves, 
how much is acceptable for Meher? Because I, like you said, Meher is just something, it's like a token of appreciation, you know? It, it wouldn't be logical, I'm just saying maybe personally, it wouldn't be logical to pay 50,000, even if you had it, you know, you could, it could be better spent on so many things, you know? Meher shouldn't be something that's too big, you know? I feel like I feel like something to be to be revisited, something to be thought about, even if you can afford it. It's just how much is acceptable, you know? Um, yeah, I feel like that's the reality. That's true. I agree. I agree with I agree with Osami. But now coming back to your point, Ijaba, um, I don't know if you know this, but I remember there was one Sheikh that was telling us it is a responsibility whenever you're getting married as a man. It is a responsibility. You actually, it's a right somehow yeah. that your your parents or rather your father is supposed to help you get on your feet. Apart from like helping you get married and then helping you on getting on your feet like alone. Yeah, you you somehow entitled to that. So when we're separating the family, as much as I agree with you, their mentality is if their family can do that, then they can chip in and help him. Mm-hmm. Yes, he might have a fraction of whatever he has, but he can go back to the family and it's not a shame. I mean, he's entitled to it. Something like that. But well, apart from that, yeah. apart from that, for me, what I think an 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 unpopular opinion is um the mehr value is like an exit clause for the divorce. Okay. So whenever you whenever you are actually negotiating your mehr Normally, people don't pay meher up front, front yeah. I think. And most of the yeah, time, the meher is paid after, like, when, during divorce. Like, you get a divorce and you guys are parting ways and then you're like, oh, yeah, but there I need my meher. You know? <laughs> that's, shouldn't that's, be the yeah. case. So it shouldn't be, the, be case. the case. Yeah, it sounds like a prenup, but yeah. it should not be the case. It should not. Because you don't go into a marriage thinking we're going to divorce. That's, exactly. that's exactly. not right, you know? Exactly. We're building together. So. But the other issue about meher is the fact that you as a guy, you not giving her her meher up front is like a dane on you. It's like a low, exactly. it's like a debt that you've taken. Yes. So ideally, I don't know if this is actually Islamic, but I don't know if you can go for hajj when you haven't paid meher. Because you know, you should, before you go for hajj, wow. you pay all your debts. Really? Yeah, I think, okay. Okay, yes, you have a point. If you die, if you die, if you die without paying meher, if you die without paying meher, the meher money you No, no, that's that. That's Debt without paying your debt. I'm saying you can't yeah, be, you can't you have to actually pay your debt before you actually abide. Same thing is once you die, your kids can't split the money until you uh, you've actually removed the meher money and then you divide the money. Like it's actually a big thing in Islam, and I feel like I feel like in this generation we really minimize the value of meher because you I don't I don't understand. Yeah. You know what I don't understand? Why is why is it become normalized that the meher is not paid up front to her? Why? So speaking from from the guy's perspective, if yeah. I wanted to marry person X and she says she wants the the popular fifty k dollar, yeah. where am I supposed to get that? I think that's BS. I think that's I mean, BS. I, I, how my so my net worth is not anywhere even close to ten thousand. The most I can go is maybe I just own a laptop and a phone. Where am I supposed <laughs> to get that money? <laughs> Like a yeah. Like a exactly. <laughs> Where am I supposed to get that money? 
And the problem is, I literally, after paying all that mahir, you expect me to pay for like a uh, um, honeymoon, a house. And the honeymoon and everything. Exactly. Wedding. Your wedding. Yo, you had like, dress. You had her dress. Her and that's what, exactly. And that's what I was wedding. saying. A whole garden wedding. Literally. At, yo, I'm telling you. It's, and that's and why I was saying <laughs> how much. Yeah. A lot of girls these much, days, yeah. they expect you to buy them like a diamond ring. And like a good diamond ring goes for like three, four, five. Cartier. Where are you? Exactly, but the thing is, Gigi, a guy who's like between five and six, where is he supposed to get literally a hundred thousand dollars for? My question, from? exactly. My question, my question to the guys. My question: Does this unexpected price for Meher, like, does this waver you away from marrying? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's that's that's. I feel like I feel like it. It's just somewhat of a hindrance. Okay, if I if I if I can put it that way, because at the end of the day, yes. Um. Like Abdurrahman said, the Shah said, it's it's you know it's it's part of a responsibility for the parents to help you. You know, it's it's a pride for them to help you because you're you're twenty five, you're twenty six. What do you you just started? What you left you left university the other day. You're just working, so you realize the amount makes you how many how many marriages or how many yeah how many marriages have we had that that uh, just didn't work because of how much they were asking for, and you realize a lot. Uh, sadly, sadly, I think this is this is. This is, I mean, uh, this is an occurrence in the Somali community and the, the community at large. I mean, the, the world at large. Uh, you realize some parents, if they don't want their son or their daughter to marry person X, they tend to put some colossal amount of meher or they tell, they, you know, they come up with a colossal amount of meher so that it's a hindrance for the guy, for, to, pay. For the guy to pay. So yeah. you realize it's being used really badly. So it, it 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 begs to show that it's actually it's it actually like you know kind of kind of uh, becomes an obstacle for for marriage as as guys. Can can we change the narrative here? Fine. Um, assuming Ijaba today you've requested for fifty k meher. Am I wrong to come and ask you and say yes, this is fifty k meher for you? Uh, it's on the table. Am I? allowed to ask yes i've brought this 50k what are you bringing to the table am i supposed am i allowed to ask that no you're not asking you why Apart minus minus the, minus the makeup minus whatever minus the bizarre minus the bizarre what else are you bringing to the table let me the tell you and the let stomach me okay, no. the <laughs> let me tell you wait yeah. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, huh? hold up, time out. Who has the bidar and who has the me? What's going on? What's apparently, apparently we have bidars under our hijabs. Abdurrahman is insulting us live. Some do. Well... Okay, let me tell you why you can't ask. Hey, Pari, Hata, dude, did you look at yours then? Before we <laughs> that, I was I, I'm not hiding mine. <laughs> Yo, it's, yeah. it's, it's mine it's is blue. You are catfish. People are catfishing here. The, listen, the job listen, is all listen, the way near the eyebrows. Listen, 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 listen. The girl, obviously, they are going to marry. There is no way you have not seen her without makeup. Can can we talk about that? Yes, please. I beg, please. There is no way you yeah, there's some. jump there's some people into who do that. marriage into bed with her without. You that's a you problem. Why would you? Why would you allow? Why would you be okay marrying someone who you've never seen bareface? Like that's a you problem. Listen, exactly. listen, listen. You know, because listen, you we can't know even know. We can't even know. We can't even know can't it's bare makeup. Apparently, there's soft glam these days. It's <laughs> makeup. It's 
You ask her, you ask her, she says, I don't have makeup. Or... This guy, oh my, oh my God. No, come on. Makeup. No, now, you're, now you're just taking this. You're no. Telling no. You're telling this guy. You're telling me, you're telling me you can't differentiate between her perfectly arched eyebrows from her bushy ones. I'm sure. Yeah, some, some, some people have yeah. eyebrows. Right. From her non-blemished skin to her blem, like come on. You feel like she has you must look like that. You must look okay. way for you to know her bare face. I know a lot of guys say don't take her swimming, take her for a run. Throw no, throw in the throw in the swimming. Ah, uh, oh, or you, 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 you just make her cry. He's uh, actually guy. He's actually like waterproof makeup. There's sweatproof makeup. There's yeah. Let me tell you, Abdurrahman. Thank you. That's the point. Is that cryproof makeup? There is cryproof makeup. Yes. But let me tell yeah, you, Abdurrahman. Yeah. If you you really think that this chick has clear, flawless skin and long eyelashes every single day, I feel like you're dumb enough that's to wear something like that. It's your exactly. That's a you problem. Because if you really think that me, my lips are glossy every day, you're mad. They're actually chapped. <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> you know fine. Fine. <laughs> you can be able to know that. I understand that part. You know, the problem that where where I think you don't see the perspective from the male perspective is, you know, you've created this illusion. Okay? Yeah. This is what you are. And I I have nothing to compare with. Okay? okay? So remember, I have this perfect image, X. I don't have, like, the actual reality image, Y. Right? So at the end of the day, if I don't see Y, and I see it after, after marriage, I would... I'd be shortchanged psychologically. What? In my head, in my head, I have this, pic, uh, this picture. And you know, the, the problem with pictures, they get stuck in your head. Like, you already know this is, it's actually in your head, Kabisa. Yeah, that's actually a good in, point. So even when you're talking so to her, I need, her, to, I need to see you, I, you probably, with, with a bare face, probably you still look beautiful. But compared yeah. to a makeup, like there was a big difference, you know. Obviously, so I, I, if I get used to if I get used to your normal picture, uh, and 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 actually get interested in just you, like you being you, then I'd be fine. But if you just show me one side and show me and tell me this is bare face, yet it has soft glam, uh, come on. He <laughs> doesn't know what soft glam is. But let me tell you this one, right? But let me tell you. This is the problem. This is the problem with falling in love with people on the internet, right? Because then you're so used to her Instagram pictures that you seeing her in real life is so different where you're just like, oh shit, wait, what? Because True. you don't really know this person in real life. You know, like if you actually know someone, there's a high chance that you've probably see, seen her without actually, without makeup. Like if you see her like a lot, right? Yes. But if you just, if you're falling in love with a chick on Instagram who has like airbrushed her face, she's face-tuned her blemishes, she's like carved, carved in her waist, I'm a wake up obviously, mm. Will, like the high chance, she, the high chance that she does not look exactly like that, like in real life, right? But I want to see yeah. how she actually looks like. Then ask her. I don't mind her. Her. Be Like, be like, you want to see that makeup? Like, if you're actually ready to get married to someone, and you guys are talking about like marriage and kids, you asking her to come like bare face should not be a problem for either of you. Like, actually, you have a point. That's actually a good point. Exactly. That is a good point. Exactly. If if it has to be both ways, and the thing is, normally for a female, if if she's actually feeling you or if she's actually like it's reached a point where a stage where you guys are actually like talking about marriage then chances are yo this person has actually you've, you've seen you've seen her face like without Probably, makeup because yeah. no no female yeah. will be like first of all no female will be comfortable enough to talk to you about marriage if they've not if they're not even reached 
uh, stage comfortable enough to show you their face without makeup. Exactly. So it's it's I think I at the end of the day it's just uh, it's just a matter of talking it out and and you have to see that face because if you actually go in based off the picture of of a makeup or a caked face, yeah, you have a big problem. That's you that's, really do that's... have a big problem exactly. And the other issue, Abdurrahman, is the fact that right. If you've reached a point where you and her are talking about how you're going to get married and you're actually discussing and like negotiating her marriage price, you have the right as a man to ask her to come barefaced. The same way that she has a right to ask you for her. Okay, let's not, Yo, let's listen, not say... It doesn't, let's it doesn't not have say, to let's be. Not say she, yeah, let's not force issues until it's her responsibility. It's for her to be comfortable enough for her not to wear makeup. Well, I feel like I feel like this makeup thing has gone out of proportion up to the fact like it's reached a point even let's let's just say if 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 they're about their life or if they go home with somebody and then the next morning they wake up next to him they have a full face that. on. I've seen people like that. <laughs> yeah, gay. What? Yeah, yeah, I'm saying it happens. It happens. And I feel like it's because guys have this unrealistic expectation of how we should look. As no, much it's an illusion. Not all guys. Have, not all guys. Exactly. I feel like that, yes, that's it's true. Something. Exactly. I agree as well. Yeah, you guys have unrealistic expectation of how we should look. We do not have a flower crown in real life. Can we? Can we? Just no, but look? here's the thing. Yeah, let me be. Let me. Let me. Let me correct that. To some extent, yes. But when you're talking to someone, like when you've identified someone and you're talking to them on a daily or whatever, or you guys are like exclusive, I promise you, mm-hmm. the expectations go out the window. Because I now doubt you're, that. I doubt, I I doubt that. I because the problem is, or something, you expect her to look like her pictures, which I feel like is very unrealistic because the pictures have gone through editing. They've gone through like post-production. You know what I mean? Like girls spend, okay, a lot of people generally, like even guys spend time editing their photos to look picture perfect kind of thing, right? No one's going to post mm. a picture with like blemishes and like scars on Instagram, if I'm being honest. A lot of people don't do that kind of thing anymore. So it's very mm-hmm. unrealistic for me because I know that you, as what some years ago, you expect me to look the way my Instagram picture looks, which I'm sorry, I will not. I'm a catfish. <laughs> but here's yeah, the thing. Let me tell you. Let me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. But here's the thing. If you've been talking to this person on FaceTime for on a daily and you see their face without makeup and stuff, where's where's the room for expectation? What are you going to be expecting? Listen, listen. What's up, man? Can we just establish? Not everybody is comfortable okay, talking true. on FaceTime on Face. You get Every time. <laughs> wow, if like, someone's not, yeah, then... Not, not all of us are comfortable. You get you'd you'd have to live reach that level. You get you have to get your wings. You have to reach you know, that uh, level. Huh. Like have to get yes, your wig and all that. Yeah, what? You have to get, you have to get your wig and all that. Yeah, 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 that me, yeah. Literally with like a lamp in your face. Mm. That 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 ring light. The no, ring light. it has to reach the that ring. level of where you can go into the washroom and you're still on the phone with them. That's that's a level. Oh my that's god! What the hell? <laughs> what? I don't know. Yeah, you did you just spoke fast? Did you did you just spoke fast? Yo yo yo! No, legit. If I can go into the washroom, like not using the washroom, but you get what I mean. Just go into the washroom while you're on the phone. I'm comfortable. You'll see my face, but without it, uh-uh, apana. That's my question. Uh, I, my question was yes, I've put 50k on the table. I've asked you what value are you bringing apart from just being there? You know, I don't know. That's what she's bringing to the table. She's, no, she's bringing her children. If she's educated, if she's educated, you're basically she's maybe sacrificing her. Six seven years of education. That's Six, fine. Seven that, years makes of education. that makes sense. But 
You see, what you're telling me if she's a doctor, if she's a lawyer, you'll be willing to pay that price. But if she's something else, you're not. No, yeah, the, thing is, it, then the thing is, like how you answer that question, it's a loaded question. Everyone knows that. It is. It's a very loaded question. Me, what turns me off or like pisses me off is the fact that someone says, you get me. That's a lot. 50k for then, you. I, I should be equally a lot. Let me answer your question. Let me answer your question. Let me answer your question. So basically what she brings, have you ever heard of children get the intelligence from their mother? So, yeah, basically the intelligent genes come from their mother. So if you marry a girl from the streets and if she's not educated, I'm sorry, but your kids will not be smart stuff. But is that scientifically proven? Yes, it is scientifically proven. It's what we study. It's basically what goes on. So the fact that you are smart, it came from your mother, not your father. No, so but here's the point. Here's the point. (laughs) You've made it. You've made it. Basically, if she's educated... Or if she's intelligent, mashallah, your kids will be, mashallah. You basically, let's say if you want you want to have kids and you want to have nine kids, you're very ambitious, you get her uterus for nine months, That's nine times. Yeah, nine times. Wait, let me finish my statement. She basically, she will be cooking That's basically starter, main course, dessert. All that. No, no, wait, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah, she's gonna sacrifice her time where she's supposed to advance her career because she's pregnant with your kids. Yeah, with your children. Exactly, she's gonna raise them with akhlaq and deen. You get because we say where does mannerism come from? It comes from the house. So if your if your wife is not right, you know your children will not be right. You see how everything. You see how everything. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree. Somalis say, and wilka abiz which means the son has one right on on his father. Like yeah, he, he 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 has to choose the right mom. That's true. I agree. Yeah. So I agree with you on that. But if someone says you get me and somehow as you talk, you see that me is not equivalent to 50K. <laughs> am, I, am I allowed to say it? Because how she can find me uh, uh, not actually equivalent to what I'm proposing. You know, Allah. it's fine. You do accept. You say, I, she, 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 can, she can come out of the blues and say, I'm, I don't feel like you're fit for me. You know, like she has this, she she has this specific whatever standards that she's looking for in a man, yeah. Which probably I don't meet that criteria. Fine, but don't, why? Why? No, come on. You need to hold. Yeah, yourself. don't tell yourself. No, listen, listen. I, come on. That's that's come not, on. not. It's not no, tied to I mean, anyone. I'm saying, I'm saying, Everyone has a I'm choice. From 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 all from both perspectives. Like yeah. us, we do accept. We say ah, so I mean, there are many fishes in the sea. It's fine. You go ahead. But then. Women in, 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 in their context, when you see such a question, I you I don't feel like you're worth fifty K like from what you're saying. I mean, you just said I'm getting you're getting me. And from how we're talking, you don't seem like that. I mean let me ask you. Let me ask you. You sound like a person who's basically had this dialogue before with a female <laughs> and you've been disappointed. But let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you. So 
who is worth 50k what's you. your idea exactly the criteria where you're willing to pay that 50k I, exactly personally exactly. personally i feel like that's unrealistic from my standard point but what would you pay 50k for? what do you feel like is worth 50k exactly tell us exactly. i mean i mean there's no like a, a black and white line in between who gets what you know but you feel like i okay yeah she's worth it i mean there's some there's some there's some ladies mashallah they are already hard working on their own i mean you come into a family where if tomorrow subhanallah if you die your family won't suffer you know mm-hmm. someone wants to sit mm-hmm. at home i mean she, probably the person has a degree and all that but then i don't know if you agree with me but there are a lot of females out there that they just want to sit at home they have potential but then they have resorted to that yeah. mentality where my man will provide for me that's an next to be honest because anything can happen to me i as much as yes you might try to plan here and there things might not work out you might if once you die how does your family now come up do they have to rely on your actual family like your dad and mom do they have to rely on their in-laws yeah. you know things like that like she can get on her feet sometimes like um in a house there there can be problems you don't expect someone who has to wait for you to solve those problems like you probably need someone to think on their feet you know that's where the the whole someone who's the, the smartness comes in where the mom will now pass it on to the kids and all that mm-hmm. it's very risky if you find someone who just sits down and waits for you me personally it scares me because some, most of the time you want to be there that's true and that's, and and to add to add on to what he said it's actually true. you know how they say behind every every great man there's there's a woman right yeah, that's so that's, me, i disagree with that i feel like the i feel like the wording should be um next to every great man because why is the woman behind the man <clears throat> i mean like she's the one, assume, the one okay yes the terminology one, exactly because i feel like i feel like if the woman is empowering you then she should be by your side like you guys as the has said you guys should be able to like solve problems together not that at exactly. she's waiting for the guy to do everything you know what i mean kind of thing like you empower each other If that kind of makes sense. Yeah, because most of the times, I don't know if you realize, a lot of these big decisions that men make, you realize most of them go home and then they they talk to it about their wives. Yes. You know, they get a different perspective. So if you're going home, yeah. if you're going home and and you you end up realizing that you know these decisions are just being made alone, you can't you can't talk really have like a, yeah, you can't really have a solid conversation about different aspects. You know, and because normally you know they they tell you females like their brains is is there's a way they think. you know that actually gives you a better so many so many of these problems that have been solved out there you realize is something that maybe the wife or someone behind a female behind uh told told someone you know so at the end of the day yes abdurrahman has a good point it's just it's what what is worth like you know what you're looking at your future you're looking at your kids future and and you you have to ask yourself is it is this person I'm with are they that watch you know are they worth it are they that what uh was that much you know okay so i'm going to redirect uh the question back to abdurrahman so can you give us two more qualities that you think that idealistic woman who's worth 50k and then you also give us two points worth something okay uh, go ahead what it is wow that's a, that's a very hard question it is yeah in terms of qualities uh i have a long list should i start i mean we'll take like yeah, an hour yeah yeah start <laughs> so <ahead> and <laughs> maybe <clears throat> your woman crush one is is listening you know you know yeah exactly so tell her what you want Ooh. uh if tell she's hearing really 
if she's hearing this i'll just want to let her know um she's sleeping on me <laughs> oh. i second that yeah no, like you, listen, no, i feel like you're sleeping on yourself to be honest i feel like you're sleeping, <laughs> like you're selling yourself short so yeah you really it. are you really are not not really man, i'm telling mm-hmm. you i'm telling you this and i'm telling this is the last you're a catch so don't sell don't sell yourself short no exactly. the thing is the women in the streets oh we've mm. been baiting them with this with our tweets okay i tell us your qualities marco yeah tell us your qualities uh, so, so the qualities um i for me i think i just need someone who i think who's proactive to be honest is 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 submissive part of guys wow wow guys you are not expecting that when you only if i'm if i'm paying 50k if i step in the house i just want to say acha kuna mtu meza you know that's a slave that's literally a slave that's a slave it's not It's unless not. unless Abdulhamid that's part of the foreplay. <laughs> Whoa. Stop. I'm not surprised. Abdulhamid anything like anything is possible this guy. Cuz you said submissive. No, but that's the thing. Yeah, I started telling us yeah, he wants a wife who's proactive and he also wants a wife who's submissive, right? Okay, okay, okay basically yeah. explain explain proactive and submissive. Yeah, cuz those are two very different qualities. Mm. So proactive I think I'm probably I discovered on other points like I mean when there's a problem she can handle it she doesn't have to wait for me you know such kind of thing Is that really uh, submissive though can they go together No that's that's proactive so I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I'm handling one at a time <laughs> They can handle four wives but it's fine anyway that's a that's a topic for a different that's a podcast exactly uh, So um the submissive part if I'm if I'm paying 50k I might as well get the privilege for that 50k which is what i mean that's 5 million kenyan shillings so so what are those privileges that you want in nikikoho mhm i mean yeah i sure it might as well be on the table now kikoho pia and afanye foot massage also sindio ah you know that machine that um, that does the what is it called that uh, what machine the one that? when you go for this manicure thing Oh, yeah, the, the tiger that tiger the tiger home massage is called that one I, yeah you want yeah. that yeah that one should be I'll, i'll buy that but then you just prepare the water am i asking oh. for too much you're asking for a shakalo basically because the, uh, 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 the feminist in me is shaking her <laughs> what is this <laughs> uh, it's submissive submissive also in a way that Uh, when i have a long day and i'm tired i just want to come home you know sometimes you can bathe yourself but when you're tired <laughs> you me thank you. you thank you thank you you want someone to bathe you let me finish let me finish let me finish go on uh, so choka I, i am already tired mentally exhausted you know literally burnout you know so you mm-hmm. might need as well someone to bathe you <laughs> who's that wait 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 who's going to do that who else Who else? You're That's right. what the 5 million is. That's what the 5 million. What annoying. Wait, wait. Let me ask you. So she's bathing you or you're bathing each other? No, no, no. No, no. no she's I'm on the receiving end. She's bathing. Oh. And then you and you bathe her? I'm that's the one we think. Yeah. Uh we will discuss with her. That's that's a conversation between you now. 
But oh, is it? she gets no enjoyment, but you get all this enjoyment because uh-huh. she paid five million. Ah, uh, uh-huh. she'll have her enjoyment when when she's in that nine month period. Only that's so, it. So other than that, yeah. she, she doesn't get enjoyment. Uh, when she calls for it, maybe yes. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So let me ask she, you. Me, I don't understand one thing. Because These men are not ready for wait, marriage. Wait, wait. Let me just <laughs> wait, wait. wait. Me, I have a few questions because first of all, my blood pressure is like five million at this point. I just, <laughs> honestly, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm literally foaming at the mouth. I'm, I'm literally about to like overdose on like hypertensives because this is not happening. Number one, my first question for you, Abdrahman, is how? Because you said that you want a woman who like works, someone who's proactive, someone who's not just like at home. So how is she supposed to go to work, come back, have you coughing? She's dinner is ready, and I. Like she showers for you, she like clips your toes, she washes your feet. Is she and your she, butler? And like the next morning she's going to work. Like, is she a robot? Are you marrying she a butler? Is is she, who said she has to like have to have an eight to five job? I mean, she can. She, uh, no, Dushman, this is where you're basically going. No. You're contradicting yourself. Yeah. Five minutes ago, you said you wanted a woman who's basically proactive in terms of work. If something happens to you, and then right now you're telling me, yeah, you, see, but now does she have to have an eight to five. Not, yeah, not what do you want? Listen, listen. Not necessarily an eight to five job. I mean, for you, eight to five job is not the only job that you can do. Like you can't have your own business, have your own time. But she, you know, she's like a lawyer, she's an engineer, or she's a doctor. Idea. Exactly. If she comes up with a good business idea, I will not think twice and invest. I'll just invest in her. Okay, but let's say she has a career. Let's say she's a doctor. Let's say she's a lawyer. She has to uh-huh. have like a full-time job. So how is she uh-huh. supposed to be like saving lives in the ER and then she comes home to like have you coughing and like like bathing you? Basically and... clean all your dead cells in your legs. God! Uh, um, I mean, you got 50k mehr, no? No. 50k <laughs> mehr does not mean entrapment, does not mean enslavement. That's just... <laughs> That's that's that's, <laughs> that's enslavement. Yeah, Abdurrahman, I expected better from you. Come on, it's it's, it's enslavement. You see, it's what? She'll find a way. She'll find a way. It's it's a compromise. Are you mad? Okay, <laughs> what's your take? What's your take? Please give me some sane answers because right now yeah. I can't. I can't. <laughs> your What do you think deserves fifty thousand dollars? Fifty thousand exactly. Fifty k. Fifty k. Okay, I'd say literacy. Literacy is a huge thing for me. Uh-huh, so educated, okay. Educated, yeah, uh, financially, whatever, whatever it is, um, I feel like that 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 is a huge thing. Based on exactly what Abdurrahman said, God forbid, Hada Manta, if anything happens to me, there's someone you know to carry on and something to someone to think on their feet, you know, mm-hmm. in whichever way. I think that's that's what's one of them. Two, I would say is is pass- I think it comes down to banter, personality. I feel like this. The life we live in is really stressful. It's really tough. It's really it's it's a big struggle, and you cannot, God forbid, you cannot live with someone for the rest of your life when they can't when they can't understand your jokes or they can't make jokes or they're just serious. That that humor is a must. Humor is a must. That for me, I feel like that's ideal because. You need that. Yeah, exactly. Don't write on this. That goes without me. Don't rise, no, don't ride with his qualities. Do you want a slave? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, so, yeah, so I think, I think that's for me, for me, that's 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 a huge thing. And I think a lot of people know this humor, humor, personality. Uh, and I think those are you asked for two qualities, so those are the two qualities. Wait, did you say you but asked? let me you you met you told me you asked for like two, two qualities? Oh, me, I, heard ID, you yeah. asked. I was like, is asked part of the qualities? Like, 
<laughs> that's 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 something. that's something. Yeah, we can review that. That's you, you can't confirm or deny. Just say it. What's the name? Yes, Yeah, we know it is. Well, yeah. Don't you want to be smacking someone's ass when you come back home? PG, uh, PG. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen. Okay. Uh, personally, I would want so yeah. You want to smack us? No, not me. No, not no. mine. Not mine. The, the, the <laughs> there's no PG for this one. No, there's no PG. Listen first. I love how Abdurrahman was coming out two different ends. Abdurrahman wants to come home coughing at food. Or someone wants to come home and smack someone's ass. Are you seeing the two different perspectives? I love it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think everyone. I, I feel like I feel like guys guys are different. But let me let me let me. I want to mention something based on what okay. Abdurrahman said. Yeah, <laughs> he was like uh, how he wants to come home. I feel like there's just at the end of the day, there's a balance to everything. Yes, you don't you don't overwork her, but then at the same time, you as a man, you as a man of the house, you you need to feel like you're a man in the house. You know, so uh, if it means that. If it means you know her doing things, yeah, it depends on how how her schedule is. If she's working, uh, if she's working as hard as you, if she goes to work, um, yes, there's a balance when you come back home. You, I feel like it's a give and take, like her last time said, give and take. But if she's someone who decided, I want to stay home, look after the kids, then yeah, I feel like when you come back home at the end of the day, then you deserve this, you know, things that make you feel appreciated. As a man, feel, you feel like, like you, what what you went out to do out there is being appreciated. Yeah. <sighs> okay, okay, guys. Um, um, I'm even. I've even lost my train of thought. That's basically how fuming I am. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, me. I think this definitely. <laughs> part two, because there's so many things me. I'm trying to like say to clap your cheeks that you know. But the time won't not. Oh, my chicks is moving mad. Yeah, yo, Abdurrahman, man, come on. <laughs> but you know what we like? We like the fact that he's being honest. So, I have to be future Mrs. Abdurrahman, please refer to this before you actually jump into prenatal. Yeah, because this guy is just trying to cough and have. We'd actually be surprised there are a lot of submissive women. I mean, leave alone the feminists on the side. Yeah, that's very true. That's very. Is true. that there your type, submissive? Submissive. Oh, submissive. I can't confirm. Huh? We know you. I can't. Well, let me tell yeah, you this guy. Ah, okay. So he wants, may I feel I like this guy. It's like he can't confirm nor deny that he wants a submissive. Uh-uh, we don't want those diplomatic answers on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know. We know. We know. What's up. We know. What's up. When you say submissive, do you mean a woman who's submissive all round, or someone who's submissive and then? Not submissive, like what no, is it? No, you mean like submissive when submissive she wants in, to be... submissive in, in everywhere else in the house or in the bedroom? <laughs> I, I mean, they they normally in the bedroom. bedroom. Oh. They Do they though? Yeah, he would know. <clears throat> I would have uh, tell us. <laughs> he would know. He would know. He would know. A, yeah, you guys are a feminist. You wouldn't know. Wait, so you want someone who's submissive all round, basically, like someone who just takes orders? That's it. Yeah. What? Actually, basically, she doesn't give you your opinions. Like, she doesn't be like, okay, I think we should do this because of this, 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 that. You Wouldn't you want somebody, like, a board to basically bounce off ideas of well, someone, she's yeah. a yes man? No, no. You no, see, that's the, the, the last consultation, that's like, you guys are having a one-on-one chat. It's fine. In most cases, normally, we, we do listen, even though um, their listening skills is not that good as well. But we do listen and understand their point. But um, on this other 
things i mean especially um, i i from the bed side i mean it would be nice to far to be submissive yeah let's keep it that way i but doesn't it go like a bit like monotonous all around yeah um you know monotonous it becomes monotonous if you've been there so i can't speak from where i am at the moment no but i'm saying imagine you're literally married to someone for like 60 years and then she's the same submissive chick throughout six like after some po- after some point you want her to kind of like you know no okay here's the thing let me let me okay let, what i think my two cents of this is i feel like i feel like it's just it's not really submissive all around i feel like when when you guys are consulting each other when you it's like this that's where both of you are talking i don't think that's submiss- that 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 uh, pertains to submissiveness but i mean like inside the inside the room inside the house um in the sense that you know you t- you mentioned something to her and and she'd be like oh yeah i think that's good uh i feel like that part that part is the submissive part but apart from that i feel like the rest the rest should be normal conversations it shouldn't be where you say something uh no we're going to do this and then she's like eh, okay we're going to do this something like no <laughs> yeah but i think it's kind of hard for a woman to be so, i feel like it's hard for a woman to be submissive all around and all of a sudden she's proactive like if she's so used to taking orders it becomes hard for her to kind of think that she has a place to give her opinion does that make sense so after yeah. some time if she's actually proper submissive all around it could be hard for her to be as adhman said proactive so she'll feel like okay me my job in this house is just to take orders because that's what sub- that's what submission is like taking orders like doing what you're told right so mm-hmm. i feel like I, Okay, for me I feel like there should be a healthy balance between dominance and sub- and like submission, but like somewhere in between where like you're both, you know, kind of thing. Because I feel Yeah, like that's what I was saying. Yeah. That's what I was saying. So there should be like a healthy be... balance between do- yeah. like her dominance and her and like her submission because a submission exactly. Yeah, because you can't just be full on submissive all around because like babes, where Because going? if you if you are submissive all around and every day, then you realize you know you're a human being as much as you're you're the man of the house you're a human being you're bound to make mistakes exactly. and so you realize if she's not there to advise you if she's not there to tell you no we're not buying this or we're not buying this you in your not, shit. yeah exactly so there you realize you you say do whatever you want and no one will hold you accountable and sooner or later it's bound to you know affect the family as a whole i think So, yes yeah. exactly imagine your children seeing this seeing their mother being submissive to their to uh, to their father yes it's i mean it, to an extent it's good but like in the in the future i think the children or the type of sons you'll be raising it's like a woman should be basically answerable to me everything she i should be do, seen should, and not exactly. had exactly yeah so what type of man or what type of son are you really raising when that's example you're setting for your children that's one aspect of it that i really really i am against again it really really mutes the woman as a person because i feel like we've come from far especially in being respected in the in 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 the basically in the community in the workplace in the world as a whole like for us to go back to where we were back in the 1900s to now i feel like that's really really like that's really hinting our growth i this whole submissive thing i i, I can't <laughs> irrespective of wherever it is in the house where let, okay, let, okay. let, okay. let me tell you yeah okay let me tell you a story i mean this relates more to this pod and also the previous pod um okay. there is a family that mm. the dad is a military Okay. So he brings the mentality 
from the army whatever thing back home okay to his wife to his kids everyone yeah. so um it's always like a one way communication so you either do it or you don't you know yeah so it's his way or his way he's no in between so he has inflicted that into the kids not only the kids but also the wife mm-hmm. so the funny bit is um he has a friend whom they have been in the army together for like a couple of years and okay. so they were having a conversation one day and uh, the guy was like uh oh but you have a son um i can get you my daughter i mean um and that's how the daughter was given out so mm-hmm. the dad came back home and said you know what there's this guy hevel hevel xx um you're going to marry him so it's more of an introduction and also arranged marriage at the same time so that conversation didn't go beyond that statement they had no opinion towards that whole situation also the mom couldn't chip in because she was very submissive yes okay like she could, you can't question the dad at any point in time god but now the thing is apparently the twist is they ended up meeting and uh, they just clicked you know okay like in terms of vibe personality everything and now they they're going to get married i think they were supposed to get married this year and then corona whatever happened mm-hmm. but they're doing well so, so how is that house so so the house will hmm. the the new the newly wed probably i don't know how they they're going to behave like when they get their own house that's a different story that's between them but in terms of submissiveness i mean it has pros and cons sometimes it might not be as bad as people put it that's my point let me ask you is that the type of household you grew up in no so why why would you want something like that uh, i i am not saying in a way that she cannot talk like i i don't want it to be a one way communication like i like i'm i'm actually talking to myself you know because talking is you exchanging words it's a communication yes. between two people but in this scenario it is a one way so for me i'm not that's an extreme end for me okay mm-hmm. we want something intermediary kidogo i mean you balance basically it's just it's like it's like java said like there should be just a balance between the dominance and the submissive because you need yes mm. she you know she can be submissive when she wants but then when it's something to do with serious matters and you no know, bunta and all then you need someone there to put you in place you know, not putting in place such but you know uh, to give you checks and balances of what you do wrong and what you need to do and advising you financially and all these things so you can't have a fine at submissive person in such a in such a in such a case okay okay so i feel like we can talk about this till uh, kingdom comes around yeah. yeah yeah uh this has been a very very interesting um eh clap your cheeks as clap your cheeks has really just shocked me on this yeah. episode because i'm like oh <laughs> Yes, no, literally it has shocked me. Like literally perspectives have changed. What? Uh, <laughs> Someone said I want a woman to like shower for me and yeah, I'm shocked. Hey, shower. Hmm. Anyway, you know he wants what he wants and it's good that he's voicing it. Exactly. Uh, I respect him for that. You know, he's not on the line. Yeah, so not down the line he's like, yeah, shower me and you're like, no, I didn't sign up for this, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know what you're getting yourself into. Exactly. exactly. 
you know what? Scrub, scrub properly. Madam, if you're out there, just know you need to prepare your scrubs. And, your... and like, she has to be able to know that, like, when he comes home, like, she removes the wig, she, like, you know, cleans the head, puts back the wig, you know, like, it's yeah. So not, not putting back the wig. After you, oil, uh, you, everything. You know, I mean. to hang. Yeah, you put, the wig, like, you put the wig like on the mannequin, and then mm-hmm. like in the morning you brush it, put it back it on his head. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a whole thing. That's your money, madam. That is that is that is worth fifty thousand. Oh I'm actually God. shocked. I'm actually shocked. <laughs> okay, so this is a very enlightening podcast. I feel like we need to have a part two because well, we have a lot of unsaid things, or rather, I have a lot of like unsaid things. Um, so yeah. I think for now we'll wrap up and we'll be back for a part two, hopefully. Yes, for sure, for sure. I've been your lovely host, DJ Agal. And I'm Aiji Ahmed. I'm Orsam Ejama. Abdurrahman here. Until next time. Uh, Peace. Ciao. Ciao. Adios.